Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 21st, 2022. This is a privilege. This is an honor for me. I'm glad that God called me to do this from the foundations of the world. And I heard the call December of 1997. So we've been doing this for over 24 years. This is year number 25. Uh, we did it for years with just email and then the website and then, you know, a blog. And then we started the videos, I think, about 12 years ago. Uh, it's a privilege and an honor for me to do it. Uh, I'll let you know that um, tomorrow I'll talk to you about the vacation we're about to go on, Isabella and I. And so uh, we have some big things coming up. I am going to schedule a way for you guys to still get a, a message. So I'll work something out. But uh, my, the point is, what I what I was thinking about this morning was, I'm at a conference in St. Louis, and then I'm going to get into the word. I'm at a conference in St. Louis. And so it's been, and I'm the MC of the conference, so it's been pretty busy. I'm like morning and night, that kind of thing. And I get back to the room and obviously, you know, it's, and I'm in a different time zone. So I have to get up a little bit earlier, but you know, when God calls you to do something, uh, you can't not do it. And so that's actually what I'm going to be talking about today. This is God's grace and our faith part 61. The title of today's message is when you discover your purpose, you discover your grace. When you discover your purpose, you discover your grace. When you know who you are, what God has called you to do, you know the grace that's on, on your life. And it's, it's, if you really honor God and you believe that he called you to do something, then you can't not do it. Like, I mean, like, like, like you know, you, you have to do it. You have to do what God has called you to do. And so anyway, this morning when I got up like before 4 a.m., and I was like, all right, Lord, I'm ready. I got up. I'm excited about sharing this word. And then I have to go do this conference later. But I always do. This is a commitment that, that I made to the Lord over 20 years ago. Father, you told me to do this. I will put your work first and then you take care of mine. And, and I'm a testimony. I'm a witness. That arrangement has worked out very well for me. So this is God's grace in our faith part 61. When you discover your purpose, you discover your grace. Let's get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then other scriptures. We went all the way through Galatians. Well, um, for the last couple of days, we looked at Isaiah. No, I'm sorry. We looked at Jeremiah. Today, we're going to look at Isaiah. So John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then we're going to look at something from Isaiah. John 1 and 14 says, the word Jesus became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You know what? We want to be just like Jesus, right? We, we declare, we say this, say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. So you might, might want to put this in the chat right up front. Jesus came full of grace and truth. You could say, you know what? Put this in the chat. Say it by faith. I live full of grace and truth. I, I'm living the grace life. I'm, I'm living a life that is full of grace. God's empowerment on me to do what God is, what he called me to do from the foundations of the world. 
and I'm living by his truth. I'm living by his reality. I'm believing what he believes about me. I'm, I'm going to live. I'm going to make sure that my opinion of me lines up with God's opinion of me. Glory to God. So I'm never going to have a low self-esteem. I'm going to have EQ. I'm going to have, I'm going to be healthy on the inside. You know why? Because I believe what God believes about me. I am full of grace and I'm full of truth. I'm not beating myself up. I'm living by God's truth. And I'm also empowered by the grace of God. Say amen to that. Glory to God. John 1 and 17 says, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses. Rules came, old covenant, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. Put this in the chat. I don't live rules-based. I'm not living my life based on a bunch of rules. I'm living. I'm not living performance-based. I'm living grace-based. I, I am. I'm free. I, I, I'm, I'm this teaching. Listen, this is part sixty-one, y'all. I'm, I'm teaching y'all, and I pray that that you're getting it. That 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 this pressure to perform, that that the pressure of performance-based religion, is is falling off of you. That you are free to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be. That you can even, like the Apostle Paul, glory in your weaknesses. That you can let everybody. Know no, 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 no. It's not that I'm good. It's not that I'm right. It's not that I'm doing everything right. It's not like I don't, I can't look down on anybody else. I'm not very religious because I only am who I am by the grace of God. And because I know that I didn't earn God's blessing, I know that I didn't do everything right. Then who am I to look down on anyone else? And so people could see grace in me. And because I'm a recipient of grace, I become an extender of grace. I live the grace life. Say amen to that. Glory to God. So anyway, we looked at Jeremiah for the last couple of days. Let's look at Isaiah today. So the prophet Isaiah said this. He said, listen to me, all you in distant lands, pay attention. You who are far away. The Lord called me <clears throat> before my birth. He said, listen, I want to acknowledge the fact that God called me. God called me before I was born. From within my mother's womb, he called me by name. Before my mother and my father gave me a name, he knew what that name would be, and he called me by name. That's Isaiah 49 and 1. And then four verses later, Isaiah said, the Lord is the one who made me in my mother's womb. The Lord made me in my mother's womb. I'm not going to get into the whole abortion thing, but there's lots of scriptures on this. But anyway, the Lord made me in my mother's womb so that I could be his servant. So, so God made me from the foundations so that I could serve him, so that I could glorify him. Put, put that in the chat. I am on this planet to glorify his name. I'm, I'm not here for me. I'm here for him. He sent me to this planet at just the right time. I am on this planet to glorify his name. And then he said, listen, I know what my assignment is. God wanted me to lead Jacob and Israel back to him. God sent me to this planet because Jacob and Israel were wandering away and I am anointed to be a prophet, to prophesy to them and bring them jokers back. And so I know who I am. I know that God formed me from my mother's womb. God called me by name before I was born. I know that God has his hand upon my life and I have a specific assignment. I'm on this planet to do something specific. That is my assignment and I'm gonna do my assignment and I'm gonna get it done before before I die, say amen to that. So I know, listen, I have the, this, there's this grace that's on my life. And because I know the grace, then I, I know my purpose. I know my grace. I'm confident. I, I'm not worrying about trying to be anybody else. So what does this mean for you today? So I normally give you like two or three major points with a bunch of information. So I'm going to give you six things today. There'll be shorter points, but these six things are going to be a blessing. This is the way I need you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. Six things. Number one, here we go. 
You have a definite and distinct divine purpose. You are on this planet for a definite and distinct divine purpose. Say, I have a divine purpose. You, you have a divine, Isaiah wanted everyone to know. He said, hey, pay attention, everybody. Even, even you who are in distant lands, I want you to pay attention. He says, pay attention, everybody. He says, listen, God knew me before I was born. God called me by name from my mother's womb. This was an important revelation back then, and it is still an important revelation today. When you know that God called you from your mother's womb, when you know that God called you before you were born, when you know that God ordained you for a specific purpose and that your purpose is divine, come on now, then you know that you're not here on this planet just because your mama was fine and your and your daddy was like, oh my gosh, she's fine, right? No, 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 you're not here because of them. Your, even your, your parents cannot define you. Your parents love you, but your parents cannot define you because your parents did not design you. I'm, t- I'm saying like, like there's a God in heaven who designed you and made plans for you and then ordained you and then sent you to this planet at just the right time. You got to believe that. Say amen to that. All right. Number two, God's call is grace-based not workspace or performance based. Now, I've been telling you this. I've been teaching you this. I've been showing you scripture after scripture. God's call on your life is not based on your performance. God's call on your life is not is not workspace or performance based. God called you. Okay, let's just use some logic and common sense for a minute. God called you before you were born. Think about it. If God called you before you were born, if God called you from your mother's womb, then obviously you didn't do anything to earn it or to deserve it because you were not even here. <laughs> so so God, like, God knew everything that you would do, good and bad, and it didn't matter. He called you anyway. And so he called you, the Bible says, according to his, not according to your own works. This is 2 Timothy 1 and 9. God didn't call you according to your own works. No, he called you according to his own purpose and grace, which he gave you in Christ Jesus before the world began. So God called you according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to you in Christ Jesus when? Before the world began. So say this, say, I am called by God's grace. I am called for God's purpose. When you understand that you're on this planet for God's purpose, God gave you a purpose and God gave you the grace for the purpose. God gave you an assignment and God gave you the grace for the assignment. And this is what Isaiah was saying. And if it's true for Isaiah, it's true for you. And so this means that, that here's another thing this means. Since it's not workspace or performance-based, let me help you out. You cannot disqualify yourself. (laughs) How can you disqualify yourself from something you never qualify for? And so since it's not workspace, it's not performance-based, you can't disqualify yourself from your assignment. The Bible says in Romans 11 that the giftings and the callings of God are without repentance. Another translation says they're irrevocable. God already knew all the mistakes you were going to make, and he called you anyway. So when you do something wrong and the devil says, aha, Gotcha now. You you've disqualified yourself. You can't you can't expect the blessing anymore. You were really close. God was about to bless you, but now you sinned. God was about to bless you, but now you made a mistake. God was about to bless you, but now you you did this or did that. Uh, you know, whatever you did. You committed adultery. Ooh, you you got a divorce. You I mean, like it doesn't matter what you did. Like you can't disqualify yourself 
from what God qualified you for. You never qualified in the first place. So how can you disqualify yourself from something you never qualified? Put this in the chat. Jesus qualified me. Jesus qualified for me. I'm not perfect. Jesus was perfect for me. God called me by grace. When you get this, when you finally accept this like, and stop fighting, a, a religious mindset would be like, I can't accept that. A religious mindset would be like, I don't know about that. Well, I'll show you scripture after scripture after scripture after, after scripture. Stop. Let the religious mindset go. Because until you let it go, you can't enter into God's rest. And you can't enter into God's rest and just be free to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be. Let me say it this way. Oh, this is good. When God gave me this, I want to high five myself. Your life, look at me, look at me. Your life is not an audition. Man, this is so good. Your life is not an audition. You're not living your life trying to work for your assignment. You're not like, oh, God, let me get ready. I'm, I'm, I'm auditioning for God. God, I, I believe you call me to run this business, and I got to prove to God that I can do it. Oh, I believe that, God, you call me uh, you know, to, to, to be an attorney, and I, I got to prove to God that I can do it. God, you call me uh, to, to, to government service, and I got to prove to God that I can do it. God, you what? No. No, that's not that. That's not the mindset. Stop. Your, your life is not an audition. You're 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 not on display. It's the other way around. It's, it, this is the mindset. Oh God, I'm not qualified. Oh my God. Oh God, I, I don't know what I'm doing. But you call me to do it, so you you you, you have to do it. I give myself over. You give me the words. You perform the work. Your grace is on me. You have to open doors for me that no man can close. You got to close doors for me that no man can open. Oh God, you call me to fund projects I don't have the money for. You got to give me the money. It's your will, so it's your bill. Oh God, you call me to go into rooms that I feel terrified. And when I walk in there, oh my God, who, what am I doing in here? Well, God, don't make me look stupid. You have to, you have to do it. See, that's the mindset. The mindset is not performance-based. Your, your, your call is not merit-based. Your call is not based on your works. Your call is based on God's grace. And God gave you this grace and the purpose, the purpose and the grace in Christ Jesus before the world began. And when you can embrace that, accept that, and stop fighting against it, just stop. Stop fighting against it. It is then and only then that you can be like, you know what? I'm going to become the man, the woman that God called me to be. You know why? Because it's going to be the grace of God. You know what it is? It's the grace of God. It's not me. You're like, why did I get up, you know, three something in the morning this morning after I was out late and then I got to do all this stuff today. And when I got up, I was excited. You know why? It's not me. It's the grace of God. I'm talking about grace. See, see, number three, Isaiah knew that God knew him before he was born. Listen, think about this for a minute. Isaiah knew that God knew before he was born what he was called to do. When you know what God knows about you, when you believe what God believes about you, Isaiah knew that God knew him by name. Think about that. Isaiah knew that God knew him by name before his parents gave him a name. Isaiah knew that God called him from his mother's womb. He, Isaiah knew that he was not a mistake, that he was on this planet for a divine assignment. Isaiah knew, listen, now I pray that you would know what Isaiah knew. When you know what Isaiah knew about himself and about yourself, then you're going to live your life with purpose and vision. You're going to live your life. God will give you clarity and you're going to embrace the grace of God to do what God has called you to do. And you know, it's not about you. It's not about your performance. It's not about you doing everything right because you can't do everything right. And you get over yourself. Say amen to that. All right. Number four, Isaiah knew. He was on this planet to be God's servant. He said that. He said, I'm on this planet to serve God, to be God's servant. God called me to be God's servant. So listen, God, he knew that he was not his own. Put this in the chat. My life is not my own. 
I'm not on this planet to do whatever I want. I'm not on this planet to just suck in and blow out air, go to a few parties, have fun, and then die. No, no. I'm on this planet for God's intended purpose. God sent me to this planet. My life is not my own. Isabella and I, we talk about it all the time. Sometimes things are not easy. Sometimes we go through challenges. Sometimes things don't happen for us as fast as we want or when we want it or as easy as we want it. Even though the grace of God is on our lives, sometimes we do face opposition and challenges and we have to overcome hurdles and, and we, we come up against all this stuff and we believe, like, God, you know what? I would rather not have to go through this, but if I'm going to go through it, I'm going to go through it with the grace of God. I know that we can do it. Why? And so sometimes we would rather not do something, but we have to do it because our life is not our own. And so if God calls you to do something, then your life is not your own. You have to do what God, God bought you with a price. You were redeemed. God paid for you. You belong to him. Like if you go pay for something that belongs to you, God paid for you with the blood of Jesus, his son. You, you have been bought with a price. You were purchased. You were redeemed. And so God says, nope, this one's mine. He paid for you with the blood of Jesus. That means your life is not your own. That you're on this planet to bring glory to his name. You're here to do what he sent you to do. You're not here to be selfish. You're not here to do whatever you want. You're here to do what God wants. And so, so when, you know, when you know what Isaiah knew, that, that's what Isaiah knew. You, you start living your life every day to, to, to bring glory to God's name. And you work, but you don't do work like you're working for man. Uh-oh, watch this now. You go to work and you whistle while you work because you're working for God. You do everything with a spirit of excellence because you know that you're representing God. You don't do things for man. You're doing things for God. So you do all that you do as unto the Lord. And so you do it with a spring in your step. You do. You go above and beyond. You go the extra mile. You don't do just the minimum. You're not a minimum person because God is not a minimum person. You do everything with a spirit of excellence. When you operate, when you speak, you speak with the tongue of the learned because God has given you the, the words and performing the work. When, when you operate, when you do something, they go, man, there's a spirit of excellence behind that thing. When Rick is on something, Rick is doing it and he's doing it well. Why? Because we're doing it as unto the Lord. And Isaiah knew that. Number five, Isaiah knew his assignment was to lead Israel back to God. He, he was like, that's my assignment. My assignment is to go speak truth to power and to lead these people back to God. He knew what he was called to do. And watch this. Since he knew what he was called to do, he didn't focus on anything else. See, when you know what you're called to do, you don't waste time being anyone else. You don't, you don't focus on anything. Oh, Rick, man, listen, at this time, you should have been doing this. Yeah, but God didn't tell me to do that. But Rick, you should be doing Yeah, but God didn't tell me to do Hey, Rick, this is great. God is doing this in my life. You should get in on it. Let me pray about it. Why you got to pray about it? Because I don't want to do anything that God didn't call me to do. Listen, no, this is the thing. Your life can't be about 10 things. Your life is about one thing, and that is becoming the man or the woman that God called you to be and, and accomplishing your divine assignment while you're in the land of the living. If you don't know your purpose, then you're going to wander aimlessly through life. You will be existing but not living. Purpose restrains you. When you know who you are, which, what God has called you to do, you are restrained. You don't do a million things. You are focused on becoming what it is that God has called you to do and to be. And when you know your purpose, your heart will be attuned to the Holy Spirit and attuned to God's vision. And you will always be discerning. You live your life with clarity, a focus and understanding. Put this in the chat. I know who I am and I know what I'm called to do. All right, number six, last point for today. Number six, your purpose informs your grace. See, when you know what God sent you to this planet to do, you also know what he already placed inside of you. 
His instruction is always equal to his injection. God will never instruct you to do something he has not injected you with. So if God called you to do it, then you already have the grace for it. Put that in the chat. Say, I already have the grace for it. It's not like I'm going to have the grace for it. No, I have the grace for it now. So you have to remind yourself all the time that I'm called to do this. I'm built for this. Come on, man. I'm built for this. I'm graced for this. God has called me to do this. I already have it. And so you got to remind yourself over and over again, because when you embrace the enormity of God's call on your life, when you embrace the enormity of the assignment, it's easy for the devil to get you over into fear and doubt and unbelief. But no, you got to remind yourself, no, I'm built for this thing. I have the grace to do it. God called me to do it. That means that God already put his grace on me to get it done. And so you keep your heart open to the Holy Spirit. You remind yourself that God only expects you to do what he has equipped you to do. <laughs> Let me say that again. God will only expect you to do what he's equipped you to do, but doggone it, if he equipped you to do it, then he expects you to do it. And so he He expects you to walk in your divine purpose and get it done before you die. See, when you know your purpose, you know, oh, this is so good. Th these two things. When you know your purpose, you know what you need externally and you know what you need internally. Let me explain. When you know your purpose, you know what you're going to need externally to get it done. So things like resources, money, connections, relationships, building, machinery, equipment, whatever you're going to need to get that thing done externally, you know that is already stored up for you and it was stored up for you from the foundations of the world. And then when you know your purpose, you know what you need internally, internally, things like wisdom, insight, revelation, knowledge and understanding, health, longevity, grit, determination, etc. So whatever I need on the inside, I believe God has graced me to do it. Whatever I need on the outside, I believe God has graced me to do it. And then now this informs your prayer life. So now I know what to pray for on the outside. I know what to pray for on the inside. See, when I know what God has called me to do and I know who God has called me to be, then watch this. I know what to pray for and my prayers are going to get answered because I'm praying in accordance with God's will. I'm praying so everything I need externally is already stored up. I'm praying in, in accordance with God's will and it will manifest at just the right time. Everything I need on the inside, I'm praying in accordance with God's will. And so these things I will develop. There's some things that, that are just freely given to me external. There's some things that have to be developed in me internal. So I'm developing my character to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. So I'm, I'm developing in, in wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. Maybe I have to read books. Maybe I have to watch videos. Maybe whatever I have to do, I'm being developed. Maybe I have to go through a process. Maybe I have to learn something. Well, I'm being developed on the inside. I know what to pray for because it's in accordance with God's will. So I'm being developed on the inside. I'm preparing myself on the outside. I know what to pray for. And I'm praying in accordance with God's grace. Come on, man. This is how we're supposed to live. I know, I know what's going on. I know who I am. I know what I need. See, my prayer for you as I close is that this is Ephesians 1, uh, verses 17 and 18 prayer that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, flooded with light, so that you would know what is the hope of God's calling for your life and the exceeding great riches that he, he already has in heavenly places in Christ Jesus towards us who believe. May your eyes be flooded with light. May you know what you're called to do. May you know what God has already graced you to do. I pray that, that you would know and that you would have the confidence, the faith, the boldness, the courage to walk in that grace, that you would have the confidence, the faith, the boldness, the courage to go launch out to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be from the foundations of the world. May the grace of God overtake you and overwhelm you. May you encounter Jesus on a, on a regular basis so that when people encounter you, they encounter him every day. May you become the fullest version of yourself, of the person that God has called you to be. That's my prayer for you. Let's close this message out. But matter of fact, before I do put this in the chat, say, I will become the fullest version 
of who God called me to be. The I, I just want to be the best version of myself that God has called me to be. Let's speak this over our lives as we close. Lift up your voice and speak this in Jesus' name. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your amazing grace and my requirement to live by faith. I know what you knew for me <laughs> before the world began. I'm not a mistake. I'm on this planet for your divine purpose. I am here to bring glory to your name. So my life is not about me or my selfish desires. My life is about you and your divine purpose. I enter this day focused on walking in my divine assignment, knowing that your grace is on me to do what you sent me to this planet to accomplish. I engage in every meeting, conversation, and activity with a spirit of excellence because you are excellent and I represent you. So Father, I am here to do your bidding, to represent your kingdom and to fulfill your purpose. I live my life to manifest your finished work. I do this by faith. I do this with full confidence that your grace is on me to do what I was born to do. So I believe the invisible. I attempt the impossible. Nothing is impossible for me because nothing is impossible for you and you live in me. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. Man, this was a good word. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, please go to today's word. If you want my notes, don't you want these notes? You get them for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. This is one of those messages you might need to listen to again. And this is one where you want to share it. So do me a favor, two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. I'd like to read those comments. Then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. And uh, I'm going to share some things with you tomorrow morning about our, my vacation time. All right. So I love you. Have an amazing day. Have a blessed day. Walk in God's grace for your life. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit, I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon 
So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.